0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Cantina MX Football Podcast, episode 393, live on Twitter, Spaces, and YouTube. So feel free to join us there. Send your questions. Put, raise your hand to speak. Tonight's episode is going to be around League's Cup, how we have kicked it off. So far, the results, the reoccurring theme, and we're also going to be talking about... The federation, the Mexican federation announced some changes, some 12 pillars that we're going to be talking about that and much, much more. But before I go any further, let me welcome my good friend Joel to the podcast. Joel, how are we doing?
1: I'm doing good. Jaime. I want to know how your game was yesterday.
0: Oh, yes, yes, yes. I was uh, <laughs> definitely bamboozled last night. I had the... Oh. Had the pleasure of covering Manchester United versus Wrexham. What a lot of people found out was that uh, Manchester United sent out their uh, ball boys, their academy players. Uh, they, they they did not bring... Damn. Let's just say they're not sending their best because their best played <laughs> a friendly in Houston today against Real Madrid. So, yeah, it was... Uh, I, but Aside from that, look, Snapdragon Stadium in San Diego, it's a brand new stadium. It's a soccer-specific stadium. Uh, it, it's nice, and the fans loved it. There was about 34,000 people in attendance. And I think the biggest surprise for me, Joel, was the fact of how many of these people were actually rooting for Rexham. It's wow. crazy. Yeah, it was Bananas, like I underestimated the power of Deadpool, <laughs> Ryan Reynolds, and Mac from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Man, I think they've done a great job of marketing their team, their ownership, and they have apparently they're like the most the sixth most popular soccer team in the United States, which is crazy because oh no. you know Americans don't even know, don't they? Have no idea that this team's playing in the fucking fourth division. Of professional football in, in in england
1: that is yeah yeah it's impressive but there, there's like a documentary right
0: yeah on hulu and fx you can watch uh welcome to Rexham." the uh, season one is complete and i believe season two will be uh will be coming out soon so yeah it's uh you know it's great it's great to see Americans like casuals just like find a team and support it. I even saw some fucking Richmond FC jerseys. You know it's not even a real team. It's just from Ted Lasso. So like <laughs> Americans, bro, don't un- don't un- un- under- underestimate their ability to just like adopt and embrace like you know soccer.
1: Yeah, well we saw. Um, I think it's keep. Keith- the the ESPN guy from, uh, what is it, Jorge Ramos. Uh, he tweeted about, from uh, Inter Miami, he's like, all these people pay all this money for Messi's debut, and they're leaving at the 80th minute. I think the player had just come on or was about to come on.
0: So... Messi's debut he didn't start right it was against Cruz Azul and then they waited until the second half to to actually play him but in their second league's cup match Messi actually started and i believe he was subbed out and as soon as he got subbed out in the second half like a lot of people just got up and left
1: oh that's the one that's the
0: which is like is what... i don't understand why you would do that <laughs>
1: They were just there to see Messi, you know. But weren't they 3 0 by
0: then? Yeah, I mean, the game was pretty much settled by then. You know, it actually reminds me of how I used to watch streams. Like when players abroad, let's say Chicharito for me, the second he got subbed out, I honestly, a lot of the times, would just turn off the stream. <laughs> I'm like, all right, he's out. I'm out. You know, it's like, I don't really care about the result. As soon as. Javier is gone. I'm gone. Same thing with Raul Jimenez, you know, like he would get subbed out during the wolves match. So I'm like, all right, I'm trying to like watch something else. Came, came over. Yeah.
1: Came it's, over.
0: But to actually of- to physically go and pay and then wa- and then just leave. Like, I don't know. I get it. You know, you got to beat traffic home. That's what my dad would say. You got to beat traffic home. But, uh, oh, yeah. you know, it's, it's fine. Honestly, yeah. Don't underestimate Americans and their ability to spend money on on football and soccer. Uh, really cool vibe out there in San Diego yesterday. What I really liked about it is it it reminded me of like the time I was out and backpacking in Europe, specifically in England. How like before the game, like they had a designated area for for all the fans, for the Wrexham fans, like a whole like drinking area, pub vibe. They had some food trucks, I'm like that's really that's really cool, you know, and they have their supporters there. The one thing that I can like it was kind of like uh polarizing for me after you know it's been a busy summer for for soccer chronicle and for for cantina and Mechies. I've been covering a lot of soccer. How quiet the game was, bro, like they don't know any ch- <laughs> they don't know any chance, dude, they don't know any songs. I'm like, come on, dude, like. Neither, neither, neither Wrexham or Manchester United fans like at no at no point of the match did they start their chance because they don't know them.
1: Yeah, well, well I'm, I'm imagining the the hardcore menu fans. You know, they went to the other game.
0: Yeah, they probably went to the game in Houston. like the main.
1: Yeah, the main at least the main, their main contingent and whoever lived over there had to settle for. For the
0: B team or the C team. or Yeah, and you know, shocking result. Wrexham actually beat Manchester United yesterday, uh 3-1. And some bad news for Wrexham fans. Their best player, Superstar Mullen, he got... um I think he cracked one of his ribs, like, literally like five or ten minutes into the game. They had to pause it, and they had to stretch him out. And yeah, it did not look good. They gave him oxygen and shit, so... We'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah, dude. He's literally their best player. I mean, you... Did you crack your ribs? Did he crash with someone? The goalkeeper, man. The goalkeeper, like... Oh,
1: so you the the me, up.
0: Yeah, it was pretty bad. And, uh... Oh, it looks like he actually punctured his lung. Jesus. I just... Hey, dude. Yeah, no, it no, ser- yes, it I was... Could. It was serious, man. Because, like... He would Like... Usually a player will, like, put a hand up or get... No, dude, he was on the ground for a minute, and then first, like, the stretcher came out, and then they, like, they sent him back, and then they actually brought out, like, an actual, like, golf cart, and he had oxygen and everything, dude. It was it was pretty serious.
1: Does that kill the vibe, dude?
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, he scored 30, 38 goals last season, and um, it looks like... He's going to miss the start of the season. All for a meaningless friendly.
1: Well, that's all so meaningless. I, mean, <laughs> I need to response for next season, man.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Uh, I got to see um, Rob uh, Mac. I don't know his last name. But he's the guy, he's the co-owner of Wrexham. He was there. Apparently, Ryan Reynolds is in England recording uh, the next Deadpool, so he wasn't in attendance.
1: Oh, shit. All right.
0: I saw Landon Donovan. And, uh, yeah, if if you're, our listeners want to check out the photos, they're at SoccerChronicle.com. Um, yeah. We had a, a kickstart to League's Cup, Joel. And today I got an email from, like, League's Cup, like, official media release and it it was, (laughs) it was just like all the disciplinary issues, bro. Like it was like a rap sheet of just like violence and, and (laughs) debauchery. (laughs) So it was like, like, you know, when you get an email and there's bullet points or like, Oh fuck, like something went down. So it's like New York and Mexico city have announced leagues cup disciplinary committee. The following decisions on the first round of matches: um, Alan Pulido has been issued a red card for violent conduct, and he will be issued a two-match suspension because he straight up like lost his head and headbutted somebody for no reason. <laughs> then Atlas was fined for language posted on social media following their match against New York City. Uh, the language posted violates articles, blah, 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 blah.
1: I, I, you know, I saw that and I thought it was, I thought it was Ricardo.
0: You thought it running
1: was. social media. <laughs> he's brought up similar points on the podcast.
0: Yeah. No. Just, yeah, let me let me just clarify what happened and then you can go on. So the match yeah. the match between Atlas and New York City, well fought match, 1-0 to Atlas. But towards the end of the match, New York City actually tied it up and they celebrated the goal, but then the referee went back to VAR and uh, disallowed it for offsides and then everybody got a load of shit on social media. Oh, you know, they robbed this game and the seat, the the contact manager for Atlas went on twitter and used a really just i don't know he was trying to quote like some nazi to, to make his argument and it
1: propaganda and, and it,
0: it just opened up the floodgates to like uh, you know look <laughs> the thing about it is like when you tweet something and you just mention the word not na- like this is like social media manager 101 do not ever use nazi whether it's like you're trying to make that the argument for or against. Just don't use the word Nazi, bro, because that's all people are going to take away from the conversation. That yep. Atlas are Nazi supporters, and, and <laughs> it was the bad.
1: were funny. I mean,
0: but go ahead, Juan. Yeah.
1: No, just <laughs> yeah, they were talking about um, one of the Nazis that was in charge of propaganda. And it's just funny. It was funny to me because yeah, I had brought up, have brought that dude up before in making, in trying to make some points. Um But yeah, I was way off to, to use that. It was just dumb, huh? you know. And it, and it was in reply to some, to, to some, to some, uh, just to some poster that was. Some guy that was tweeting. Which makes it even dumber.
0: Whatever tomorrow. Yeah, dude. I remember that dude was like a YouTuber. And uh now he's like fedangled his way into, I don't know, being like an influencer slash like sports person. I don't know. Whatever, dude. It's not not no one that's like of any value, bro. It's just like a fucking just a meme, Mexican meme. But dude, that dude lost his
1: job now. I can't, uh, um Account manager or whatever. I so. bet he
0: did. And you know what's funny is Atlas later that day tweeted like an apology, but then they didn't even <laughs> fucking like delete the tweet. They just like left it up. I'm like, okay, so they're not really, you know, they're not really sorry. They left that tweet up. Um, And that's just, all right. So that's just the second bullet point. Club Leon was given a warning uh for delaying the start of the second half of the match. And then, in accordance to articles, blah, 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 the disciplinary committee has issued a warning to the following individuals for making negative comments to media or on social media regarding the work of the tournament referees. Cruz Azul player Carlos Salcedo and Cholos Quincles de Tijuana coach Miguel Herrera, a.k.a. Piojo. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And then oh, um,
1: taking it serious, Jaime.
0: the disciplinary committee also uh, received the appeals for the respective red cards received by players Nicolas Diaz and Kevin Balanta. Uh, Tijuana had two red cards in their match uh, that they ended up losing. So, yeah, they, they tried to appeal that. And then um, upon review, the disciplinary committee denied both appeals. And they will be unavailable to participate in the next match in the league's cup it's only been three days dog and we already <laughs> we already got like all fucking emails coming out like apologizing or it's it's been a shit show for league's cup and you know i'm sure you haven't really mo- watched any of it well but right now i watch messi's debut I mean, yeah yeah I was, yeah
1: i was almost gonna say something
0: but
1: <laughs> okay.
0: I'm not keeping score or anything, but so far we've had, uh, let's see, about 10 or 12 matches between Liga MX and MLS teams. In fact, there's some going on right now. Tigres, as of right now, is tied 1-1 with Portland. And I think there's another match going on. But MLS has 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 victories against Liga MX yeah. teams. And Liga MX just has three. And there's been three ties. The most alarming is the amount of goals. MLS has scored 29 goals against Liga Mekis, and Liga Mekis only has 17.
1: Yeah, well, you know, and it's good to keep in mind, these are all away games for the Liga MX team. They travel and whatnot. And that that was always going to tilt it in the favor of of, um, MLS.
0: Do you think so, though? Because, you know, the national team is used to playing so many moleros here that I feel like some Mexicans might feel at home playing these matches in the United States.
1: No, I mean, that's true, but I mean, the rival counts, too, and then for them, too, to be playing at home, it's always, like, an advantage. Like, you know, yeah. Because that's what we have to also keep in mind. All the games have been in the U.S. as opposed to some of these teams would have traveled to Mex. And so sometimes the teams then they'll have to rest players, and you know, which was the team that got stuck in the airport. Eh? That
0: was, was Leon. Like, so they got stuck in the
1: going around.
0: Yeah, they got stuck in the yeah. airport after their match against Vancouver. And as a result of that, they have actually rescheduled their match against LA Galaxy. So, yeah, just uh, again, this this tournament has been a disaster, in my opinion. I know that there's been some decent turnout as far as attendance because of Messi. um, (laughs) But honestly, like the tournament, in my opinion, hasn't started until probably today. You know, you've had some Rayados action. You've had some Tigres action right now. Um, You know, you got Chivas tomorrow and, and America. I think they also play tomorrow. So I, I think like the big boys, once they start playing, maybe there'll be some more uh, more attention on the tournament. But you can't kick off a tournament with fucking like no no disrespect. But like, come on, man. Like who's watching Mazatlan play? Who's watching Juarez play? No one's watching them play. In fact, their game, uh, Mazatlan-Juarez... You know, because they are on the road, it was played in Austin, and there was. They said that there was less than two hundred people that attended the match. So yeah, that's, that's bad, dude. That's really bad. You can't like say, hey, you know, you're a season ticket holder for Austin. Like, here's a free, here's a free one. Go watch them.
1: They actually do that a lot of times, but I mean, it still costs money, you know,
0: like but, and maybe. What's going on? Sorry what? about
2: that, wall. I, I was going to say, by by all means, show the disrespect, man. Talk your shit about these guys.
0: Talking shit about who?
2: Were you saying that the Juarez is insignificant? What were you saying?
0: Well, yeah. I mean, they they don't draw any any fans, right? Masatlán Juarez, like, who's gonna watch that match outside of the, like those respective like cities? No one, really.
2: Yeah. And that's where these bozos, they really underestimated how much no one gives a shit about these other teams. And in their head, they really thought these teams were going to come to the U.S. and all the porches were going to fill up the stadiums. I guarantee that's what they were thinking. Right. No,
1: they, they already know, man. Come on, you don't give them credit. They have a pretty good idea.
3: Yeah, I'm sure they have an idea. And then as far as you you guys were talking about, like, being the away team, I think it does play a big influence because, like, for example, America arrived here in St. Louis on Monday and honestly, like, been tracking the players through their socials and, like, people that work, like, in the hotel. And honestly, they should go to practice and then they stay locked up. Like, there's not really much for them to do. And if you look at the opposite end, you know, like, St. Louis, they've been here since Monday when they flew back from Columbus. They, they're able to go back to their family, able to go back home through their daily life. So I think as like being the away team outside of whether you're used to playing this stadium or not. It's just annoying because also it's like a glorified friendly tournament. So I'm sure it kind of gets in your head like, what the hell are we doing here, man? Why are we flying over this country to play this friendly tournament that doesn't really mean much? So I think that's that has also shown on the field as well.
0: I, I, I don't I don't buy I don't buy that shit. That's bullshit, dude. These guys are professionals. They do this for a living. It's not the first time they've been away yeah, from home. They've I know, been.
3: But we're not talking about like a World Cup, a Copa America, Libertadores. Yeah, but I mean, like a bullshit friendly tournament, dude.
0: Look, dude, these guys are looking at this as a paid vacation. Point and simple. They're gonna go out there. They they understand that there's no prestige behind it. They understand that there's not there's there's like only a handful of teams that are taking it serious. Right. The rest of these guys, they're just they got they, they're going shopping, they're gonna go on whatever, dude. It's it's a paid vacation, man. And it's well if it's and,
3: a paid it, vacation, doesn't that help the argument? That's why Liga Mecke's teams are doing bad.
0: No th- th- what I'm saying is like I don't think it's a matter of being like isolated and, and being uncomfortable in the United States. Like maybe if you were in a more hostile environment, like maybe in Central America or something like that. But come on, dude. You're in the United States, bro. We're a first-world country. I I don't think the players are going to feel that much out of their element. I'm sure it's annoying having to be away from home for like a month, right? But these these dudes, they're professionals, man. They know how to conduct themselves.
2: I think that's what it is. They're more... They're just annoyed being there. It's not so much that it bothers them that uh, they're playing out all the games in the U.S. They... Because for... Because I'm telling you guys right now, my America source, the guy never misses. He said, America, they're not taking this tournament serious. You're not going to see Wait. an America team, a complete America team in these games. Baños, even before they left, they came to the U.S., he gave them a little pep talk telling them, oh, don't, don't force it. Like, everyone knows the, the main thing. Our goal is the league. This is just a... a a pre a preseason cup, pretty much, and if they're saying that, what do you think the other people, what the other teams are saying?
0: The only team that I know has publicly acknowledged and and ha- have said that they they they've declared that they're taking it serious is Chivas. They've had plenty of coverage, press conferences, and said that their their goal is to win this, and they're the I think they're the only team out of Mexico that's actually said it.
2: And yeah, said, and you know what to add to that, Jaime. Uh, the media has been, re- and for for a good reason, too, they've been shitting on Cruz Azul a lot. Like, there's a little campaign going on against Stuka. Interesting. And, and lo and behold, today there's some info coming out about Coca being linked to the Cruz Azul job.
0: All right, so that's that was, ridiculous.
2: Yeah, that's very <laughs> suspicious.
0: <laughs>
1: well, I mean, uh, that's typically... Uh, I mean, they were doing it to to Buse, right? They, would, they did it for a week or two weeks. They kept saying, uh, as soon as he loses, he's going to get sacked. And and that's when he went like, on a five-game undefeated streak. And it was interesting to see all the different media just bad-mouthing him. Even Perro Bermudez, like, it me out. He's like, Oh my my sources claim and I was like this just sounds like they're you know they're they're setting the bed for this guy and and he ends up beating Pachuca which up until that point had been a a coco for Chivas and that's when the um the dude steps in and he puts him out anyways a but yeah I've seen I've I've seen that since since forever man you 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 have the media start with rumors or start making, a, you know, a mountain out of a molehill or any little thing. They make it seem worse than it is. And the fans, it gets me that the fans always, like, fall for it. They always will go along. And you know, and then that just adds more to, more to the pressure.
0: Unfor- um, yeah, unfortunately, our number one Cruz Azul fan is not here tonight, but... I did watch that match. (laughs) I did watch that match, and I I was really frustrated with the amount of chances Cruz Azul had and just didn't have their shooting boots on. Like, that match should have been, like, 3-0 at one point in favor of Cruz Azul. And they did what everyone expects them to do, right? Cruz Azul and they fucking blew it. And, of course, it was, like, set perfectly for Messi off a non-existent foul. And, look, man, I'm not really a big fan of this whole thing that they're that they're drawing out for Messi it's Messi right this guy doesn't need more gas in the tank and the defending that I've seen in that match against Atlanta United was horrible I mean that's atrocious man you should be embarrassed like if if I was like associated with Atlanta United bro I would just like just stop supporting them dude because like you cannot allow him to have that much space, bro. This is this is ridiculous. This is elementary, bro. It's like Messi's really they're gonna just give him as many goals as he wants, and I'm sure they're gonna make it to the point where it's very easy for him to win these tournaments and win these titles. And it's just just stop, man. It's it's embarrassing.
2: <laughs> this reminds me of when Honduras was playing Brazil in the Olympics. When was in the Brazil in the Rio Olympics? Like, they were just odd at seeing Neymar on the same field with them. And they just, they didn't even show up. They were just following him around the field.
0: Oh, yeah. Cool. that's uh, That reminds me of the, you know, uh, some of the players from Cruz Azul caught a lot of slack because they posted a photo of themselves. Holding a messy jersey. Not even the one that he wore. Just, like, they asked for a messy jersey and got it. Or who knows? Maybe they went to the fucking merch store and bought them. And I'm like, dude, like, are you guys fans? Or are you guys professional soccer players? Because y'all need to act like y'all fucking been here before. Like, I understand, like, having a, a role model or having someone you look up to. Like, oh, yeah, Messi's, like, one of my favorite players. But, you know, you don't act like a fucking fan, bro. Like, you're also a professional soccer player. Like... I don't know, dude. I don't know.
3: I disagree (laughs) with that. There were Argentinos, man. You know how Argentinos obsessed with Messi Maradona? I'm just saying, back in the day, like, if Hugo Sanchez came with Real Madrid and did a tour in the U.S., you know, teams would go
2: up to him, Mexicans would go up to him and ask for the jersey. You got to do that behind the scenes, though, man. That's a bad look. Yeah, but now you have, like, social media and stuff, but I'm
3: sure that shit happens all the time. It's not the first time. It's a friendly tournament. Do it after a World Cup, yeah, I'll be pissed. You know, Mexico, Argentina, and then you just lost, and then the Mexican players are waiting for him to ask for his jersey. Yeah, but when it's a glorified, friendly tournament and the guys are asking for it, son argentinos, it's like, I'm not even really
2: mad. Honestly, it makes sense. I'd but probably do the same thing with a Mexican player if I was in your position. Those guys don't know how to differ, differentiate, though. They don't know how to... To, to them, everything's a World Cup. So they, they who knows maybe they even took it. In, maybe they they didn't mark on purpose so Messi would get his would get past him a little faster. You know, <laughs> it's just These like guys have no yeah. shame, man.
0: Yeah, dude. I think, in my opinion, like the professional player has has to hold themselves and conduct themselves like at that. Like, look, I know you're not gonna be as equal as Messi, but dude, like you're also a professional soccer player. Like, it should be a mutual type of respect type of thing. You know, hey, great game like, you know, but like to take photos and be like, "Yeah, look, I got his jersey." Like, "Bro, are you a fan or are you a player?"
1: <laughs> both. Why not both?
0: And like I, I you know, I see it, you know, me and Joel, we get the 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 privilege of going to these matches in the press box. I I get to be on the fi- on the pitch taking photos. And the one number one rule is you do not fangirl, bro. You you don't. You go don't ask for autographs. You don't Say, hey, man! I'm a big fan. Like, dude, you're a fucking professional. Like,
3: act like it. Like,
0: dude, they yeah, have one.
3: They're the club, though. They're inside the club. That's the difference. They're players amongst each other. Like, that you can't, can't do that. It's like, it's like, for example, like if you're a waiter at a restaurant and a celebrity comes in, you gotta be professional. You can't like ruin their dinner and stuff. But if another celebrity's there. I'm sure the other celebrity feels comfortable acknowledging the other celebrity and it doesn't find it like rude. I just don't think it's that big. I mean,
0: you guys can get their jock strap after the game and put your face in it. That's fine. Just don't post it on social media. That's all I'm saying.
3: <laughs> oh, no, I agree. And then, I mean, one thing, if you want to talk about like being professional or not, that I noticed the difference between the Cruz Azul game and the Atlanta game the Atlanta players are not going physical on Messi at all. Like, in the Azul game, there's, like, a couple fouls on them. Like, you know, they, like, respected him, but at the same time, disrespected him. And I was, you know, with MLS being, like, one entity, like, one business. Oh, yeah. I was thinking, you know, since...
0: You got you to gotta question everything now.
3: Yeah, it wouldn't be so far-fetched to think that the league would say, hey, listen, guys, it's a competition. Everybody, you know, try to win. But, hey, none of this, like, marking Messi one-on-one, you know, slide tackling, none of them. Like, we got to protect him. We can't get him injured type BS. And that's another thing shows you is, you know, they're asking teams to switch their turf to grass so he can play. If not, he won't. You know, And MLS is willing, like, to pay those costs.
0: It's not a far-fetched idea that there's been some sort of, I don't know, just announcement made or – An unspoken rule. Right. I mean, Jeff Donahue, Donahue, the the referee that was caught like um, fixing matches in the NBA, he he would call fouls against like, you know, the big guys like Michael Jordan or like Kobe and the other referees would say, hey, like you can call that foul. Just not against that guy. You know, it was like an unspoken rule. Like the fans don't want to see your your favorite player get fouled out. And I'm sure in the MLS, like this dude is going to be carrying the league for you know I don't know how many years, but he's now the face of the, of the league, and I'm sure that they want to protect their investment and with that yeah, what, said
1: it right there, I mean.
0: what that means is uh, hey maybe don't go all in on Messi, you know if don't 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 try and break his fucking ankles right, but uh, yeah,
2: and and to add to that point, someone uploaded the a picture on social media about the bracket about how that this shitty tournament set up the teams on both sides and all the strong teams or teams that would that would pose a threat to this midget are on the other side of him. <laughs> <laughs>
4: the
2: yeah. The team that he has to worry about the most is probably Pachuca, but even then there that, that team's been
1: good. They're getting
2: gutted, right? They're losing yeah. players. Booty right now. He he's got a a straight path to the final, Qatar
3: twenty twenty two. Yeah, well,
1: that, that makes sense though. That would make sense to me, especially from like Apple.
3: I posted that in uh, this like group I'm in, and all the people were like, "No, no, no, no," because the bracket was released in January, so it, it's just a coincidence. I'm like, "Come on, guys!"
0: They've been in, in thing communication like, for it. a minute. Yeah.
3: You seriously think Beckham didn't know Messi was coming in January after the World Cup, after all the shit he was experiencing with PSG. I'm sure he told them, look, if Barca doesn't get me, I'm coming to you. And that was set. So they try to set it up the best Pretty way Premeditated.
0: it's So the way the bracket is broken up, which I don't agree with, is like west and central on one side, east and south on the other. And one bracket is clearly more dominant than the other, Like On the east, it's pretty weak. And the south. So all the big hitters are on the west coast or on the central. And that's like Chivas, that's America. You know, you have some, some hitters. Tigris is there. Diális is there. So I think they could LA, have done
3: Yeah, LA Galaxy, Cincinnati, who's in first place. St. <laughs> Louis, who's in first place on the west. You literally have all the top teams on one side of each other.
0: Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty pathetic. And, uh, I mean, at this point, from what I've seen, yeah, for sure Messi will make the final, man. There's no way Miami doesn't go all the way.
2: I heard a guy on Fox Sports say that uh, that Chivas is in the group of death.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Cincinnati and Kansas City? I mean, I, I don't think you can associate death with, with those respective clubs. I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> no they're not if chivas wins tomorrow they're automatically in the next round
0: alan pulido will not be in well he's suspended for the next two matches right so he's gonna miss the opportunity to play against his former club and uh who knows maybe maybe that's what he did it, maybe he did it on purpose you know he's gonna go to chivas as a free agent possibly and he didn't have the heart to uh to play against them who knows um he's also been kidnapped and broken out, so he he has the moves, man.
1: There is players that have been known to do that that like if they had plans, they would get recorded on purpose
2: like that like a- that Argentino, right from in the libertadores final that uh he got sick or what was it
1: who well i wouldn't I wouldn't do it in a final, but I mean like just in the regular league game uh some of these players, like, maybe they had something going on already and they would they would make sure to get suspended. I
3: don't know. If you look at the play with Alan Pulido, like, he didn't even think about it. Like, once he did it, he realized he screwed up. Like, I, like, pushed him really bad while he was on the ground. So it's just a stupid it was reaction. Pretty,
0: it was a pretty violent head uh, headbutt, too.
3: Yeah, I mean, it was like spur the moment, and then he realized he messed up, and he like stayed behind mm-hmm. and apologized to the guy and everything. I don't think it was nothing like Chivas related. He was just pissed at the way the guy pushed him when he was down.
0: Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I think the funniest part of uh, League's Cup so far was the reaction from the Austin fans after they lost to Mazatlan. That was, that was pure gold, man. Like, we can't even beat the worst team in Mexico The team play like a bunch of panochas I'm like What are you guys talking about dude Like, It's dude, so funny dude quote, I mean,
1: that's, that's the, the actual
0: I'm, quote that's, We play like a bunch of panochas I'm like what the fuck bro Who, 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 taught, who taught Chad that word
1: Who taught Tommy oh. that word
3: you want to talk about professional and unprofessional you see the reporter that talked to the mazatlan coach afterwards and he was like um not gonna lie when we were when we found out that we had mazatlan in our group we all celebrated because we knew it was an easy win but now you guys came and won oh yeah Why? why the hell
0: would you say that yeah dude that's like very unprofessional
3: yeah, he got called out like in the comments and like he didn't give a damn. He started like cursing everybody out and saying that he can do whatever he wants.
0: Dude, there's been some out of pocket reporters, right? Like the one that asked like the Moroccan team, the women's team, like, oh I like I heard you're a lesbian. Who which other teammates are lesbians? Like, dude, what the fuck? Like what kind of fucking Yeah,
1: well do said that that they punish they'll punish you like in like you could get in trouble for that. And then he's like, Well who yeah. I'm like, Damn, dude, it's just like not only did solo. he ask Ricardo is our, our uh, resident historian or nothings things nazi but, <laughs> would, would that be the correct
0: where is he I, 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 I see nothing wrong i see nothing <laughs> wrong we had a disco fever yeah 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 say atlas is the new lazio not a bad comparison you know the Inferior team of the, of the two, if you look at the you know, Lazio and 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 Roma are from the same city at yeah, Lazio
1: had Yeah, they had players that would because they're yeah, they had Nazi sympathizers in one of their ultra groups or Tifosi or whatever they're called. And I, who was it, Di Cano, who went to celebrate I and mean, he does yep. the Nazi salute,
0: yeah. Yeah, man, I, I think it's player. a good, I, I like that comparison, Atlas is the new Lazio, I think that works, the ultras and the the lack of titles, yeah, I, I would go for it, I, I would I would agree with that sentiment. Did
2: they win that game? Which one? The Atlas, who did they play? Atlas the... played
0: New York, uh, they won 1-0 controversially, you know, like the whole offside call and, and whatnot, oh. yeah. 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 But the big story again is, all right, you know, MLS is winning these matches and by a lot, you know, the goal difference is, you know, pretty substantial. Um But I, I think people need to calm down and realize like, look, a lot of these clubs aren't taking it serious. We, uh, we started our league like three weeks ago and then we were rudely interrupted to play this bullshit tournament. So it's like, you know, I would, uh, these MLS fans are celebrating, but we'll see what happens after the group stage. I think we'll have a better better measure of who's actually the more dominant side.
1: Yeah, it's it, what's meant to create rivalry. and It's, it's also set up to give MLS you know, the advantage. And um, I think it's working, you know. You have people going off on Cruz Azul for losing and it's not like any team. Well, I think I didn't see the Puebla. I think is the only team that got. Who was it? They lost pretty bad.
0: Nah, man. Oh, there, there's been some one-sided uh, affairs today, actually. So Puebla lost four-zero to to Minnesota, and then we had Queretaro lose today five-one to Philly, and New England beat San Luis five-one. So yeah.
1: Damn, that's today. Today. So there goes my there goes my my talking <laughs> point. The matches are pretty close. I mean Azul, they're getting a lot of flack, but this is a team that, you know, brought in Busquets and Messi and you know, because could have won it. And as you said, Jaime, the team that you know Miami benefited from that from that non-call. For yeah. that last minute winner. Um and but they make it seem like we're still got just gotta take it to the cleaners, which just wasn't the case. They could have ruined they have ruined the debut.
0: Yeah. As of right now, Tigres has just finished their match against Portland. Uh they won two to one. They'll be in San Jose on Sunday. I'll be there to take photos. Hopefully they don't put their bench players out there.
2: <laughs> and whose bright idea was it to take San Luis to what, what to the? Would you say St. Louis No, uh,
0: San Luis to New, to New England.
2: I'm sure all those Boston Mexicans were celebrating. <laughs> <laughs> sure Mexicans
1: were celebrating. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be surprised
2: doing that. Yeah, dude, uh, they they, they s- don't go that far east. They sent out. Oh,
1: they of- they started. They started. You'll be surprised. That's what I'm saying. You'll be surprised doing that. Uh, a lot a lot immigration now has been going to the east coast. Um that's when um I'm not trying to get political. What here. about
0: Montreal, Because that's that's French no, Canadian. Mexicans bro, that... There are Mexicans
3: everywhere, oh, yeah. bro. That didn't make any there sense. Mexicans in
1: Alaska, Russia, there's Mexicans everywhere.
3: A las, a las Anywhere you look in the world, bro, there's Mexicans.
1: No, I know in not Canada. Everywhere. I don't know Montreal, but I know in Canada there was a lot of Mexicans that were going over there to work. You no, know, c- cousin of mine was in Vancouver, and that's just you know from small towns. A bunch of them were, you know, they would just go over there and and work for as long as they could. Hmm.
2: Well, that was one thing that was surprising to me when I because because I'm not watching these games. I'm watching the highlights. And I seen the that, that Pumas highlights and it, it seemed like they were like the majority there, like they're making more noise even off that little clip. And they're in Canada. Like what's that say about your team?
0: Well the Canadian, hey, they're very polite and quiet.
2: And the the Atlas one too in New York. Like I didn't know there was more than one Atlas fan outside of uh, <laughs> Guadalajara,
0: you know? No, they're, they're, there's there's no. fans out here, man. Not as common, but I think after winning, uh, Be they've there's definitely been an increase. And then you had like the influencers like Canelo and Beso Pluma, rep them. So yeah, they're starting to gain popularity. It's cool to be like anti Chiva now, you know. It's like to hop on the anti bandwagon, I guess. I actually had a question for you, Ricardo. Talk to me. Do you hate Chivas more or do you love America more? Like, which, which one is stronger? Which feeling is stronger?
2: Oh, America, man. I love America way more.
0: Yeah. How do you feel yeah. about your chances tomorrow against Habibi's team?
2: Oh, it is Habibi's team, huh? I hope they win 10-0, but honestly, <laughs> if I'm being truthful. And I'm and I stay consistent with my arguments because that's what I, what I pride myself on. I really don't care, man. As long as they don't get injured,
0: that's fair. Uh,
2: if they play with Canteranos, I could. That's a because that's what ba, that's what Banyo said before he sent these guys off over here. Mm-hmm. He said we're trying to see what the a couple of these young guys got in the tank, you know, for this season. So if that's their plan, I honestly don't have a problem with it.
0: Yeah, you know, I wonder if they have, like, an agreement, hey, don't, you know, like, when they agree to do this tournament, like, don't just use your bench. But who knows?
1: No, that's hard. That's hard to make that agreement.
2: Only with the Mexican national team do they do that. You got to send all the <laughs> Mexico All-Stars, and they send their B and C and D teams. No, right? but let's,
1: let's, let's not confuse Concacaf. Wait.
3: Yeah, I don't I mean, think it's gonna happen because look at all the teams. Everyone's pretty much playing their starters. So I think America's gonna come out with their usual starters. You know, Diego
0: Valdez is going Who else fell down the stairs or what, dude?
1: No, I, think I need to get some sugar. Huh? Damn, bro. Gonna drink my coffee. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry, Green. I should have. I should have muted my.
0: Yeah dude. Put yourself on me when you're making these loud ass noises.
2: You need some WD forty, my guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, did you guys talk about how how they they were they were praising this tournament to the moon. They were saying that every they made it seem like they had everything in order, right? And then they had the, the La Cota and the Leon players. Stranded in the, where was it in Ohio? Where was where are they playing?
0: In the uh, airport, Montreal, I think, or Vancouver.
2: Who
1: who takes care of that though?
2: But shouldn't shouldn't they? If it's in the U.S., shouldn't Les take care of that?
1: I don't think so, man.
2: I mean, it's, this is their territory, right?
1: No, I mean, you compete. I think it's your, you pay for it. Like you have to pay for your own travel and lodging.
2: All right. Well, if if they do that, then they can't they can't say this is the next big thing. Then you you gotta say what it is. It's another shitty Concacaf turn. Copa de Chocolate que, que vale madre, oh, right? Okay. Like, you you get you have to you, you can't lie to the people and tell them it's the next big thing. It's a when honestly it's just the MLS <clears throat> knockoff Libertadores for them. That's what it is. They're benefiting playing against these Mexican teams, because I told you guys in that chat, man. I'm a phone call away. I'm gonna call up my tío. I'm gonna get that guy a tryout because these teams suck at defending. I don't know who the hell taught these guys how to
0: defend. (laughs) It's pretty bad out there, man. Yeah. I, I I look at it. I'm like, how is this a professional league, dude? This is like little league defending. At least, like the the fucking messy highlights. I'm like, this is embarrassing, dude. Like, you can put a traffic cone out there and probably do a more effective job.
2: And and Habibi, I was, I, I mentioned to Habibi earlier about the that, that guy he was he was talking up from. Uh, you remember when when he was saying about uh, the MLS produces all these uh, superstar young players. That's a lie. I never said that. I said they gave <laughs> right, young I'm players a chance. <laughs> All right, I'm exaggerating. I'm exaggerating. <laughs> right. no. Yeah, yeah. But man, man, these pochos no tienen nada. I've seen that kid play. Like, he's like defense. He's allergic to playing defense. He's horrible. I don't know who. Like man, I I really should have taken care of my knees, man. Maybe I could have gone pro if this bum went pro, man. (laughs) Like, I don't know. Like, Mexico, I don't see. Like, I I get everyone's argument. Everyone's going to stuff their pockets full of cash, and they're going to be all happy. But once the Gold Cup comes around and you see Mexico struggling again, you just got to reflect back to this tournament and the rest of these games they're playing and you got to put two and two together and see that sport, sporting-wise, it just doesn't add, it, you're not benefiting from
1: it. So you play your youth, that that could benefit.
2: Another it thing is.
3: I'm thinking, like, Liga Mekis, what they're setting themselves up for, you're literally, like, taking your best hoes and rotating them around the block and showing them off to the MLS so they can buy them off you. So if your players like the stadiums, if they like the country, if they like the cities that they visited, and now these MLS teams are willing to offer them, you know, uh, similar pay, more pay, and promise, like, you know, U.S. citizenship, residency, all those things. It's like, where do you guys even win on the long term? Like, you know, there's some player that they want from one of your top teams that they seek, Come out like you know, Dynamo Santos. I think that a uh, young kid he scored like two goals. There's no saying Dynamo might not make him an offer now. MLS might try to come and buy him off from you. You're literally just showing off your product, bringing them to their backyard and saying, Pick who you want. Like, yeah. Liga is completely bending over for MLS on every possible face of this situation.
0: Yeah, and it gets worse with what the federation announced yesterday—the twelve pillars that they're planning to roll out—and it's all again some more, some more work here in the United States. They mentioned that like they're just gonna have training camps here in the states instead of building it out of Mexico because they want to invest their money in just like the talent and, and, and the, infra- instead of the infrastructure. So they're going to have like, I guess like a, like a base out here in the States.
2: Yeah. You said two bases.
0: Yeah. Two bases. And that's just like starting out, right? They're probably going to have more. They mentioned that they're going to try and get at least, uh, four, four players per club. Um, oh no, four players per year per club to get exported to international football, like, you know, maybe to Europe and that they're going to try and, um, give out scholarships to encourage more Mexican coaches to get licensed by, uh, end it, uh, licensing. And, um, yeah, they, they announced all these changes and, Oh, there was one that like, oh, we're gonna invest in technologies, medicine, nutrition, and mental health I'm like, dude, what the fuck have you guys been doing for the last 30 fucking years, bro? Like, (laughs) some some of the shit you guys are announcing are like the bare minimum essentials that you expect the federation to have And like, you're gonna wait until now to like, do this? Like, what is wrong with y'all? What have you guys been doing with all this money? Well, that's what he said, man, he said that
3: he arrived and he realized there's no actual project in place. it's just the coach shows up and they give him a magic wand. but so there's actually no not just
1: coach um, it's it's whoever they rotate they keep rotating um, the people in charge with the whole federación so yeah, they'll have a group
3: They yeah, have a group rotate, there. like basically who chooses the coaches stuff but there's no project set in place that it doesn't matter who's the coach well, I mean they not. do it's set up the decisions. They,
1: they do set up the projects, but then when the new people come in, they tear them down and they build their own.
3: Yeah, but because there's like, money, because there's money not an in that actual project, though. That's just like going. But on it is way. a project. What he's saying no, is they're, like they're a actual project, project that doesn't matter who's in charge, who comes in, who comes out. The project is the same, and the focus is 2030. That's what well, yeah, but that's that's up. why they're
1: that's why they're trying to implement the committee because then the committee would stay in place. And if someone left, it wouldn't be like they're all leaving.
0: That committee is a bunch of bullshit. They said that they're going to (laughs) be, it says uh, experts, you know, World Cup coaches, ex-national team players, and like specialists in sports science and international figures. Like, what is this bullshit committee, dog? Like, I don't know, dude. It's a load of smoke. Well,
1: let me tell you, like, one thing they had when um, when uh, Nestor when Nestor was in the FMF and they had they gathered a lot of the top youth coaches from the different teams from Pachuca, Pumas Chivas, Atlas and, and they would meet monthly <clears throat> and they were like you know, like say which players they, they saw should get called up. I mean, I think that was that was something really good to have there. And, of course, when he left, they basically just stopped doing that.
2: One thing, I I think a lot of what he like, bald guy, they call him La Bomba. I think a lot of what he said is bullshit, but one thing, if he does pull off, that I did that, that I would think would be really beneficial would be when he mentioned about playing the South American teams instead of those, instead of a French guinea pig against the Bermuda triangle, against Barbados, against these, uh, these third world you can't even call them football countries. They're just, uh someone put a flag and called it a country but if they if he pulls that off and you get Mexico playing like a I doubt they get someone like Flamingo or a Fluminense or or one of those big Brazilian teams or he mentioned Brazilian and Argentine Argentine team specifically I think that would we be way better than them actually playing these bum Central Americans or these made-up countries that don't, like, or Suriname, like, what is that? <laughs> like, is that even real? They probably just made that up,
1: and...
2: <laughs> I, I think they'd benefit from playing those teams, and I think they've done it before, right, How well in 98? They played 98? Teams, they played, who did they play, Colo-Colo, or... Were, who played no,
1: Colo-Colo?
2: Um, the national team, the Mexican national team.
1: I don't remember them playing a club team. The, yeah, I'm
2: pretty sure the they, one, they played.
1: The, the one time I remember, I don't even really remember that I've heard of, uh, Atletico de Madrid, and they lost. They played at uh, the at Stadio Aztec. I don't know if Luis Garcia was playing with Atletico Madrid at the time, but that's, That's the one game I remember that um, you know the Selección playing a club Um, from recent times. No, dude, I I don't.
2: From recent times, No, they've been playing. Well, ninety-eight was
1: at least ninety-eight. Though going back, unless it was like um, before the World Cup, and some of these games weren't even televised. Uh, Because I remember, I remember La Vol, not La Volpe, La Puente had. He had a bunch of games, and a lot of them I don't think were televised. They were just like behind closed doors. So, yeah, like that they probably have. Um, But I mean, that would be interesting, though, that they play club teams. uh, Except that.
2: Good club teams. (laughs) <laughs> Not communications with other
1: but, <laughs> but, but the but the good club teams won't they be without the best players because they're all getting called up for uh, You know, it's FIFA friendly.
2: No, he um, said on non FIFA. He said he's trying to get to the, uh, play these games on non FIFA uh, dates. So you know, because Mexico plays like a million moletos, right? I'm sure they could try to squeeze them in 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 one of them.
1: That would be yeah, actually, that would be good, dude. I actually agree, cause better than like when they'll play like uh, some teams and then the team sounds like they're under twenty three.
0: We have uh, Vic. He said Daniel Passarella brought up nutrition argument for the league back in the day when he was Rayados he coach. Did. The Nopaleros and the media comment. laughed at him.
1: They they were they got mad, dude. Actually, they were pissed off. Uh, I actually agree with him because he said the players needed to bulk up more, man. It's like they, they need to eat more pasta and more beef. And, yeah, they they were mad. But then, like, a few years later, they get caught eating tacos de clumbeterol. Clum oh, yeah. So, so <laughs> I guess they did take it a bit. Some someone must take it a bit too serious. I, I do think that that was kind of is lacking to an extent, uh, where you don't really see the the players get all like super, super jacked up or like stronger,
2: or just in shape in general.
1: I think they're in good shape, just not in that type of shape.
2: I think they're asking too much to make these guys quit eating those taquitos, man. They're good. <laughs> those are there to stay.
0: I remember in the under 17 World Cup when it was hosted in Mexico, every team uh, found plan in their system except for Mexico because <laughs> Mexico went on a seafood diet for the entire tournament. <laughs> I thought that was crazy. <laughs> We have uh, a Masatlan fan who's been tweeting at us Game Off. Shout out to Game Off. He said that the runt of the litter, uh, Masatlan is, is supposed to be the runt of the litter. We are the only ones winning. And uh, show some pride, Liga at Mekis. <laughs> so he's obviously happy about Masatlan's performance in League's Cup. I don't think anyone had ever expected them to get out of the group, but good for them, and uh, appreciate Game Off to support us.
2: They get all the credit in the world for making those Pochos cry about.
0: Them <laughs> Hell yeah, them. dude! That Austin, they'll, that Austin breakdown in was my book. yeah. That dude, that Austin meltdown is just that's one of the greatest videos. Uh, those those are just some funny ass comments, man. Yeah,
3: <laughs> reminds you of those Wait. Arsenal fan videos where they break down. After
0: yeah, tomorrow. Arsenal fan yeah. TV, man. I used to love that shit. Yeah, for now, now that you
2: mentioned that, I, I wanted to comment on something uh, uh Jaime said earlier about the 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 soulless, identityless. USA soccer fan. Oh, it's rough, dog. Like, no, but um, he's
1: uh, talking about non-soccer fan. We're talking about casuals.
2: USA fan casual. I mean, it's the same. You can't really tell the difference. <laughs> but these these guys, <laughs> what what you? I think what these guys love is the story of of like these European teams of the little guy coming up. Making it all the way to first division yeah. like that wrecked something, and they're dollars. shit out of luck because they got they got MLS going on. So there, as long as that's going on, there, that's where the MLS's problem is always going to be. Those guys are looking to Europe while they're trying to grow, while MLS is trying to attract them, and it's they're both two people are looking at two different directions. They're never going to be on the same page. The hey, that's been
1: a problem. That has been a problem since the league started because they, 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 you know, they, they came on right when, so it was about 96. And then you just had around that time, well, what became popular was the mini dish, right? And um, and then you started seeing like um, Fox, what <coughs> was a Fox Sports Americas which went on to become Fox Sports. I don't know what I it Was it Fox Sports World? In any case, around that time, now you had these uh, stations showing soccer from all over the world. So it it was kind of like bad timing and bad luck for For the league here where all of a sudden you have these top-tier leagues and people are obviously working to compare. You know, <coughs> they're they gonna compare it to to what they're watching, and and that's pretty harsh, dude. Uh, you know, you, you didn't really have that going on for the for other leagues when they were starting. You know, especially from like smaller, non traditional football countries. Uh, so that makes it pretty brutal there.
2: Well, I this, call you brutal. did
1: what What is up? But well, just really quick, one thing we started seeing. Well, at least when, and especially because you had the internet too now, right? So it made it really easy to follow those leagues. And then at, at around that time was like when the, the Champions League got like rebooted with their fancy song and all that. So all of that shit's going on. The MLS is just getting started. So yeah, obviously it looks very Mickey Mouse. And, uh, and, and now because if you, not only did you have that access through, through TV, the internet at that point, you know, started blowing up, so that that made it easier to follow to follow those teams, uh, you know, online and and I think that that did hurt them. And so when I was like, I will go check out like sites or whatever. They did have the they used to call them the Euro snob, you know, where it was like everything Europe's better. Just you, you kind of see it with the mix now as well.
0: That's that first-gen first, first Mexican-Americans that have an identity crisis and can't say uh, anything in Spanish. They're no Sabo kids. The lost generation. But,
1: also, but Jaime, they also grew up, you know, being able to choose. Like when I was, when I started watching football, basically only only thing you had on free TV was Channel 34.
0: Was it in black and, <clears> and white? <was>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Not that far back uh he had league i Max and then Telemundo later started bringing in some games um but he, I didn't have an a, like you know like an option of like you know i'm I'm gonna go and watch these leagues or whatever um especially not live like like uh the fox sports had come on but but the timing was all you know their timing was all over the place. I can't really remember what time they would show
0: games. Dude, just to give you an idea of what I experienced yesterday. This is the American fan we're talking about. Every like I wouldn't hear any cheers or any screams. The only time I would hear like a fan scream out is when the goalkeeper had a had a had a had a goal kick. Be like shoot it! Shoot it! Yeah. I'm like <laughs> I'm like does this guy know the rules? Like how this works, dude? Like it's good they would cheer after every goal kick. I'm like, bro. <laughs> who brought these fans here, man? This is this is something else. I'll tell you that right now, dude.
2: They love the storylines. That's what they love. They, they love the but these guys are these guys are the geeks late to the party. All the beers <laughs> run out. All the girl, all all the hot girls they've been taken. They're just good. <laughs> No, and it's, it's, they're just late that's what it is. They're just late to the party. Yeah, hey, you gotta be careful,
3: man, cause the geeks become the CEOs many of the times.
0: Yeah, and they changed Twitter to X. Yeah, yeah you gotta watch so, out.
3: No, but what I mean by that, I saw a video of like argentino's complain about MLS, like where's the passion? Like these chants, like like uh, what is it? Uh, this team should score like a last minute goal. You guys should be going crazy where it's just doing generic claps. And like even the Rentinos are like, Messi, what have you done? Join is like plastic league. <laughs> but you also have to remember though that here is entertainment. And you know where you can see that? That goal that Messi scored against Atlanta United, his second one, Like he turns to Beckham and he does like some like little hand gesture. He realizes himself that MLS is more show entertainment than is actual competition. And that's another thing that you guys have to realize. Yeah, they're geeky. They're nerdy, uh, you know, they have, it's, you know, it's like it's like American sports, man. Like you got, like, the Vikings, the Packers, they put cheese heads on, you know, on their head. It's, like, geeky, it's corny, but it's just what American sports are. American sports is more about the entertainment than the actual, like, competition. And one thing that pissed me off was, like, Liga Mekis, their Twitter account, they share, like, the Inter-Miami fan base, like, their porra with, like, the drums and, like, everything, like, geeked out. And they're like, oh, look at Miami's fan!" And I'm like, why are you guys sharing that? You don't even allow your own league fans to do that. Like, you, like, got rid of the porras. But at the same time, the reason I got rid of the porras is because they were being violent. And while here's entertainment, here you could go to a supporter section and take your five-year-old, and it's just, like, a good casual fun, and everybody goes home. It's like Bell said, don't care about losing. Like, they don't want to lose. But they don't care about losing. So I think, like, if you guys are going to judge the league, keep in mind that also it's just casual fun. That's all it is. And they know it is casual fun.
0: Here's my counter argument to that. Number one, I have seen American passion, it's in the NFL. And that is like uh, Americans love football, like American football. It's something that goes back very, very long, you know? And I think that's the problem. 100 years. That's the problem, is
3: is that's why this is corny because it doesn't go back 100 years. This you is, got two yeah, exactly. The next year,
0: but like, I know they are capable of bringing that type of level of intensity and passion into like soccer, it can be done. The problem is, nobody gives a fuck about it because, unlike the NFL, this is not the creme of the creme. The best players, the best athletes, the most talented people are in Europe, they're not in the United States, and that is why Americans it's a chore for them to, to get into their local team because they're not looking at the, they're not watching. Like you mentioned entertainment. This is, this is fucking like a joke of a league and they're trying, they're trying to bring, you know, talent out here, but it will never become what it is in Europe. And and they know that. And I think that's the problem. And that's where you lose the passion. That's where you lose the the level of authenticity and creativity. It's just like, they're trying to force something that that isn't. And I think over time, I would say maybe 30, 50 years from now, all right, we might see something. Like, you know, you look at these teams established in 2020, established in 2021. It's like it's a joke right now. But, you know, 100 years from now, who knows? Who knows what the sport will be?
1: But- I agree with you, Jaime, but I wouldn't call it a complete joke. Uh, and I'll probably put the timeline at like 20 years. I mean, because look at LAFC, they have they have a pretty passionate following. So I don't think, you know. Yeah,
3: but even, even LAFC, it's like plastic as well. It's plastic in the sense that all of a sudden they're diehard fans, what, from three, four years ago? It's like it's being forced. And, like, the whole answer, yeah, it's corny, it's plastic, but it's like you said it with the NFL. It's 100 years ago. You know why the NFL is so crazy? Not just because they have the world top talent, you have college basketball, even college, not basketball, college football. But like you have schools like LSU, Auburn, like their institutions that have been around for 100 years. So it's like cemented in the culture. So it's the same thing with soccer. You can't say, oh, well, it's because they won Europe because they won the best thing. Well, in that case, how come Mexican fans are passionate? How come America Chivas fans are passionate? If you could use the same argument, well, the, no one cares about Chivas or América because they rather watch Europe. No, they want their their team because it's in their culture, it's part of their family. Their grandpa, their great grandpa, was a fan, and it just gets passed down. Yeah, but that must yeah. is I, less
0: than a thirty years old, dude. Or it's no, like,
3: and that's my point. That's why it's so plastic and so casual, and comes off as a joke. But it's I don't. Nothing that I don't it's, think it's
1: because of that. How long? It's it's more in in my opinion. It's more that because they have to compete with established leagues like NBA and NFL, Major League Baseball and, and Hockey. That and that. Are you going
3: to compete with an established league if you're not established yourself?
1: Well, but they you know, have, but have my been getting established. My
3: kid becomes a St. Louis City fan. He's going to be the first person in my family timeline oh. to be an MLS fan. And that's where it starts. And then his kids and his grandkids, like, that's where it starts, where it becomes rooted into the family, into the culture, and where it actually becomes passion. Because if you go right now to every single MLS stadium and you also go to the USA games, they all have the same chance. And they, like, and they just change the words to benefit their team. So even LAFC, they all do, like, the vamos, vamos, vamos. And every single team does that chant, but they just sub in their thing. Same thing with the USA team. Everyone has the same chance. It's all plastic. It's all fake. But the reason it is, is because it's not organic. So you give it 50, 60 years to become organic, it will be. But you know how you the
1: that NFL long. got
2: organic? You know, you just said it, Habibi. You just nailed it on the head. You said about these te- about the NFL, how the the they got college sports, right? Why do you think the NFL so big? Because they got... They got college sports to complement it. They, the people that watch NFL, a lot of them are, most of them are football fans, and and a lot of them went to those schools or those Wait a minute! Kids. Wait a minute!
1: You said something here very philosophical. People that watch NFL are football fans. Yep. <laughs>
2: okay. No, no, because col- no, there's a difference between college football and NFL, well,
1: I know, but it's still football, but I mean... No,
3: no, no. It uh, yeah.
1: just sounded funny to me, dude.
3: No, I get I get, it, I get it, basketball not. fans, but they're not NBA fans because it's all entertainment. It's all slam dunks. And there's people that like watching college basketball because it's like basics. It's like, you know, there's actually like strategies not just pass it to this guy and have him dunk. I was
2: just
1: messing with him. I don't mean to derail. Sorry, quick. He,
2: yeah, keep, baby, keep, don't, keep don't make fun. sense out of it, man. Come on.
4: i <laughs> No. It, I agree with you guys, I was just talking
2: No, I, was talking. I get what Habibi thinks
4: darling, How's it going? Let me jump in here uh, You know what? There's, there's a difference between the college football fan and the NFL fan the college, the college football fan is a diehard. It's like every game, it's do or die. Like you see these kids crying, and the NFL, you know, they, they you know, they, there is some diehards, but everybody goes for, you know, for the good time. You know, paint your face and you know, have some beers. But it's totally two different crowds. I, I know a lot of people that say they don't like the NFL. They like the, you know. Uh, they would say that all the the college football was still pure, which really wasn't, because these kids were getting money under the table. But you know, they they just like the that different vibe of, uh, of you know go you know like co- college football town stuff.
2: But but what mm-hmm. I was trying to get to is all right. Let, let, let's go with that. Why do people like college football? Because it's relatable. They went to the schools, right? Well, it's now, that
4: it's that organic aspect that that you mentioned.
2: Yeah, but what's organic about MLS? like how can you how can a USA you You could go
4: band, watch it. It's in your hometown.
2: Okay, aside from that, how can you how can you relate to an MLS team for? That's for
3: man. I don't see how this is so complicated. It's not a really You need anything.
2: USA. you need USA players from the league. You need stars, USA stars playing for the MLS teams. That's how you can relate. And the MLS doesn't know what it wants to be. Well, that's
4: why they want to bring uh, Pulisic after the World Cup because they know they need uh, that big, uh, like when they had uh, Landon, they need that big uh, uh, American uh, player. No,
3: I agree. But, I mean, I just think at the end of the day, the answer just needs time. Uh, You literally have a new team coming into the league next year. You know, these are teams. They're built. They have no culture. They have no identity. It's just being made up on the spot, and they're doing copy and paste from everyone else.
4: Uh, Joel, do Joel, do you remember when the yes. Galaxy finally got a back and they went, they went all Hollywood? They would have DJs, DJs during the game that the, that would distract the the fans and everything.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I actually didn't go to those games, but I noticed it for the. Um... For the Gold Cup final, and I'd been to a few Gold Cups. It was the first time I remember where they needed a DJ hyping up the crowd, and I was like, "I was getting annoyed, man. I was like, I don't need, and, and, and that, I don't and need that, some influencers here to, yeah, to butter my ass and make me feel good. I was like, I
4: don't know what's <laughs> at stake." And that and that goes with the plastic aspect you were you were talking about it. It, it turns off the the regular soccer fans, but then again, you need those casuals that you know. That, oh, let's go! It's a it's a great party to grow the game. So I mean, eventually, you know, like like it was said here, you know, eventually, in a in a couple in a, what 20, 25 years, it's there. there there's going to be some some sort of uh, growth, but I mean, till then, that the, you know, the, those party yeah, you know, I, I
1: already you see the growth. I see the growth. I mean, I I started at least keeping track since the league started. So that's going all the way back to ninety six. I have seen the growth. Um, I still think it still has some time to go, but I mean, it's been there. LA went from just one team to having two. Yeah. And and now, like, California, where it has, like, three, and they might have four with
4: Sacramento.
2: And Houston I has mean, one and no one goes. <laughs> no,
4: I mean, I it's just uh, California. California already has five with San Diego, has four with San Diego. Uh, That's right. San Diego the Jose, the two LA ones, and possibly the Sacramento's. So well, that would be five.
1: Yeah. yeah. So I mean, Little, I mean, it's gonna take a long time. And I, I think they could have it's it's gonna take longer to to maybe have that, those type of rivalry games between like California teams or whatever. But I think they've been focusing on establishing a rivalry with the guy teams and my my friends here they they just hate it man they don't want they don't want the rivals that
4: rival you know that rivalry see the rivalry just seems so shoehorned in nobody cares honestly the, honestly you care when, when you see when you see the teams and the Conca champions that's where I the rivalry should be it's,
1: you know it's like like in school when they will force kids to fight yeah exactly
4: I like, don't
1: know like, if you like, guys kids ever saw that they and that's probably not, not even true, but all of a sudden uh, you got two people that weren't mad at each other and now fighting. Uh, and so it's kind of like that, you know? It's kind of like to it build.
4: Well, you, you know... To... It's, but you know was... N, I saw an analyst get riled up. So, no, it's important to see what's the best league. And then uh, <laughs> Russo told them why? qué do they have to prove Well, it's you like... know, we... <laughs>
1: We saw, we've seen, they did the same, and, and it did work. People can't deny it. Uh, they could deny it, but, I mean, it's you can see the comments. You can see how obvious it is. But you saw um, when, you know, when, when they started having all the amistosos between U.S. and Mex, and they were, like, trying to promote it, like, Guerra Fria and whatnot. And yeah. They were calling it a rivalry even before there was much... You know, but the more games you're playing, you're you're bound to play meaningful games, and then now it's a rivalry, and you can't you can't deny it. You you ultimately like as a Mexico fan, you, you ended up seeing um, US eliminate Mexico from a Copa America, eliminated at the World Cup, and whatnot. So that at that point, it's like how, how can you not consider yeah. them rivals?
4: Yeah, and hope so I hope you not hate think, them.
1: And I think, yeah, that's kind of what they're doing here. And when you see some of the results like now, where these Mexicans are getting the ass handed to them 4 0 five, one, or whatever, then at that point, it's sort of like you can't have your bragging rights anymore when you're coming home with, you know, when well, you're getting your ass beat them with
4: a game. When, when you're not losing on the on the score, this is on the field. You're getting you're getting wiped out tactically and physically.
2: But but at the <laughs> same time, you, you guys have to admit, like if if they if they want to try to promote this crap, it has to be back and forth, man. They have to have exactly. home yes. and away yes. game. Imagine the yeah. Lakers just playing the entire playoffs playing at home just because they sell more and the money's there. No man it has to be back and forth if people want to take it serious. People yeah. see through that.
4: Yeah, exact, exact. especially with, with, with the especially when you see when you see when you, you, you see the uh, fucking teams getting fucking, they look tired because of the travel <laughs> and you know and uh, and always having having to you know face the you know uh, have uh, you know the adversity that comes with playing away. You know, it's it's uh, it's it's, 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 bo- it's a it's bullshit tournament, honestly. It's a bullshit tournament, but you know,
1: yeah, I mean, but yeah, I agree. But it serves its purpose, and I think it'll get there. You know, this is just like its launching point.
4: Honestly, I don't think it should be the whole. the it, it, it should. It shouldn't be the whole. The every team in in the league. It should be just you know. Uh, they should do it. You know, top ten teams or shit like that. Because come on, look at that. There was. There's no interest for 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 Juarez or or Mazatlan or fucking or or I don't know. Maybe Cincinnati. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Cincinnati maybe at home, but they should just make it. Uh, you know, have some sort of qualify. Uh, you know, qualification process. That's one. That's one of the knocks. Uh, I was hearing from from Siboldi that you know that it's a it's a tournament where everybody plays in. There's no prestige in that. Yes,
1: yeah, Siboldi's comments on
4: yeah, yeah coming up to compare to compare and Yeah, <laughs> and then and then I hear MLS team saying. Oh, those Peruvian teams, they know that. But, yeah, fucking go play in fucking Lima against fucking... Uh, what is it, Cristal or the Portivo Lima? Yeah. Fucking, yeah, it's, it's fucking very different. Cinciano. Yeah, Chiva- go fucking play over there. Go play in fucking Chiva- Cusco.
2: I was about to say, Chivas fans sure do know all the Peruvian teams. Oh, yeah.
4: yeah. <laughs> <sighs> and and then the, the Argentine teams, you know, at one point, Chivas was called the Matar Cantinos.
3: That's true, Vélez No la pelan, Boca no la pela
2: <laughs> River no la pela Hasta pinches Paulo de Brasil No la pela
3: mm-hmm.
2: What about those pesky Brazilians in that Certain team called Inter- Inter- Internacional hey, They're oh. rough man, they're rough you, you...
4: Hey no what was, was the name of that, uh, that Argentine they had on their, on their team with the Mohawk Fuck, what was the fuck his name uh, Oh the, the short guy
0: name? De Alessandro
4: no, yeah, no, no, was, a, no was a, a contenci- no, he, was, he looked like Vidal He 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 was fucking an animal uh, I forgot it and that in that final I forgot his fucking name it's not that with wire right yeah, I did I Maybe mean, with wire, you know why I remember because medio tiempo you know how Cucho would do the cartoons he had a picture of that guy taking a dump in the omni uh, uh over the omni life so I forgot the his <laughs> name
2: I, I love to hear and see oh, things like shit. that. That's natural, man. That's what separates the Libertadores. Or mm-hmm. when America has their wheelbarrow and they're trying to wheelbarrow the Brazilians back in the day. Like, like talking shit. Like, this is natural things that happen in football, man. MLS. Oh, the
1: wheelbarrow was, was the fans threw a wheelbarrow into the field. Yeah. Like, they were doing construction at the SECA. What? Somehow they... How did you guys leave a wheelbarrow there?
2: It's they lost still to- there. Someone someone posted <laughs> a photo like two years ago. It's still there, man. <laughs> they,
1: they lost to Sao Caetano.
4: <laughs> I think it doesn't exist anymore. Yo, was it a Copa Libertadores when, when Bofo was fucking, uh, pr- uh, was warming up during the, the home team's uh, yep. national anthem?
0: Yes, it was. Because they <laughs> they like cut <laughs> ours. Yeah. They like cut ours off.
1: You know, you know I, I and I heard this. Well, this was through Bofo. And he was in one of the, I think it was a Moncho Morales podcast. It was that one. Um, but he was talking about the Boca game. And he said after they, you know, he, you know how he gets attacked and he goes into the dressing room. Yeah, some, yeah, people yeah. Had, some people had got him back there and they were barricaded in the dressing room and they were trying to knock the door down. Damn. Huh. I was like, shit, that sounds like a scary movie now. See,
4: that's the type of passion you won't see here. You won't see a guy like Reynoso throwing snot on someone.
1: You, the players like to be in danger. <laughs>
3: yeah, man, you, you ask the owners if they want to see that, they're going to say, hell no. Say, You're crazy.
4: Okay.
3: It's, like, it's entertainment here. It's like you said, NFL, man, it's entertainment. People want to go out, drink some beers, have a good time. And, you know, they'll be mad if they lose, but it's not the end of the world. Why? Because there's no relegation. They know every year they'll have another chance to win it again. It's just fun, entertainment, it's casual. That's why I also think the criticism, you also have to keep in mind, it doesn't even apply to them because it's a complete different product than the other leagues in the world. The other leagues in the world are all are actual competition. Well, maybe Liga Mekis not so much because Liga Mekis doesn't have relegation either. But but other other, leagues, a, other you, know, you lose, it's, it's a big deal. You know, it's uh, I can't. But remember. there was a
1: joke for years in Mexico the, the relegation. It's not like it was ever a serious thing. With it
4: isn't man. And I can't. Remember it was the, the same. It was the same team Recycled. There was Puebla would go down, and they would buy. it and yeah. They would buy off the Liga, the Expansion, the the Yeah. whoever Yeah.
1: Do you remember or, when or there you was two Cruz? Remember yeah. Veracruz Cruz got relegated? And then they bought a team, but then there was another. There was,
4: there was two were playing at the same time. And the, and the, yeah, exactly. Then you had the then you had the same shit teams, uh, uh moving up and down. You always had so uh, for the for the last uh, the last five years of that, it always seemed there was Dorados or San Luis, one of those fucking teams.
2: Or veracruz
4: Yeah, it was over. Yeah, it was always one of the fucking teams coming, coming, coming and going. And, I, and uh, I honestly, everybody was talking about, oh, how cool the the promotion battle and in, in the in the premiere was this because a, t- a team that started from the amateur rose up but in mexico you never had that you always had fucking dorados coming up and down it, was, it was, uh, fucking it wasn't exciting
1: yeah it was the same teams i don't know where where the habibis you know got that notion that it was pretty legit it, it <laughs> hasn't really it been legit.
3: i saw that right now it's but just you, know, you have that. that up. You're not really that worried. Like you want to win, but is your team know, but relegated? But it's did three you years, but, 18th place, four years in a row without any look at actual the, issues.
1: But see, that's what happened when they did when they did the whole tabla de porcentaje. At that point, you knew they weren't taking it serious, where they were like, "No, they, they were protecting." Okay, we, the need, teams we need we need to find out. a way to protect the bigger teams. Yeah, and that's yeah. what it was. And Over at that point, position. it was like. You could finish last, and, well, you got three more tourneys to, to get it together.
3: Wait, but yeah. I, I still don't know where you guys are, like, bringing that up, because I said that MLS doesn't have any pressure because there's no relegation. And then, same thing with Liga Mekis. There's no relegation. Now, if the relegation that was back then wasn't, like, legitimate, it still proves the same point. It's not, it's more like entertainment and keeping the top light, you know, taken care of. But, like, it's like Reggie Canyon plays, like, Plays or played for the U.S. national team. And he said the Portuguese league is more difficult than MLS. And MLS heads went crazy. They said he's stupid, that he's crazy. And his reason for it, he said, was relegation. He said, Down there, like, you know, we lose. It's not which is we lost. This could be our financial future. We go down to second division. You know, there's a yeah. whole lot of things that play. There's a lot of pressure you deal with in week in, week out. And you just don't have that pressure here.
4: But you know that that financial risk do, doesn't fit into the American sp- sports models, and that's what they saw in, Lega, in Liga and Liga Emeikis. It's harder bringing money when you know, t- especially for the for the mid-table teams, uh, and down. It's harder bringing money when you know there's a fucking risk that the team can lose uh, 75% of their value over uh, over fucking a bad season. And, and I'm uh, not saying
3: there needs to be relegation, in MLS. I was saying, like you said, that's the kind of passion they need here. I'm like, you will never gonna have that passion here. Because it's an entertainment product. It's not an actual pressure thing. That passion is born out of pressure. You know, like, when River Plate went down to second division, that's where that passion and that anger and that violence comes from. Because there's actual, like, consequences. There's financial consequences. There's consequences as a fan. Here, there's no real consequences. It's like WWE, man. Like, it doesn't matter who wins, who loses, who's the champion. It's just entertainment at the end of the day. There's competition, but not the real level competition that you get in other leagues. So that's why I am critical of MLS. I, am, I think MLS is plastic. I think it's an entertainment product. But at the same time, I don't criticize it that much because I know what it is. I'm not going to criticize
2: it for what I know it's not. Yeah. You need to tell that to the, to the N guys because uh, those guys are in love with If they had it their way... They'd uh, get rid of all of Liga MX and just buy an MLS team. Well, and start well,
4: showing that. Well, remember, remember, I don't know. If you, remember when they wanted to do that? Uh, super league, that super league in Europe. Well, these, well, these fuckers. What they wanted to do was uh, pretty much just take uh, like ten teams from the Liga MX. the uh, the uh, the the. The top four, the Nortenos, and maybe TJ, some of the border teams, and just fucking uh, fuse them to to uh, to the to the MLS. But then they saw that the fucking that uh, the super the the super league in Europe got shit, and they just you know they they quiet they quietly uh, moved away from that, and that's why we have the fucking league, the fucking Le- league's cup as a replacement.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. If they were trying to build out this tournament to uh introduce fans to a potential super league between Mexico and United States I think they have failed miserably but you know this is the first oh I... come on dude this is a fucking joke man miserably
1: failed failed miserably I don't
0: know man we'll but see how we'll see how it plays out in the, in the in the in the knockout stages we'll see how it plays out but but as of right now there's a I lot of there's a the lot of things see it?
1: is this going to be a final Like, if it's uh, Inter Miami versus Chivas, you wouldn't be hyped.
3: Yeah, but that's the thing. It's entertainment. What fans care about. It's it's not even entertainment. No
0: one's watching this shit, dude, because it's a fucking poor product. I want to
3: watch Chivas Miami Chivas versus Messi. Yeah, it's entertaining.
0: But But at the
3: end of the day, to me, it's like going to the movies on the weekend. The real work is
0: Monday through Friday, which is the league. There's there's like, two so things. I All said right,
3: the first three games were like preseason for me.
0: There's two things that they need to change with this leagues cup to to create that sort of competition and level of intensity. Number one, it needs to be a knockout phase tournament. Exactly. Yes. Number two, there needs to be a home and away match. You cannot host this in the United States and expect us to give a fuck. It needs to be like how it is in Champions League. Like, make it a hostile environment. Make fucking Montreal go to Puebla and try to play yeah. there. Or or make or make or make, a, make Missouri, the fucking St. Louis team, go to Azteca and play in, you know, but third. That's what I'm saying. It's like, hey, that's how you problem.
3: make it. You just said it yourself. Make it like Champions League. What is CONCACAF going to say? You guys literally just created Champions League just for you two countries and left everyone else out
4: exactly yeah uh, no no room for the uh, for Trinidad for the for
3: trinity for Super champions league and no one else can participate i don't think conca would say yes yeah to that
0: well i mean when you look at the fa cup right that is that is an invitation to every every league in england it's not just the first division it's all the way down to the fifth and even farther and it also includes wales and and i believe so it's like this is not like a champions league this is more of like a Kind of like a FA Cup situation or a US US Open Cup situation between Mexico, Canada, and, and the United States. I can't hear you. What you sound like a frog right now?
4: I can hear you now. Did anybody see that? Remember the the first try they had at this the the Superliga? Yeah. The, the only the only game I remember. And I worked some of those games, but the only game I remember is the that big final between Pachuca and uh, and Galaxy. That was that was pretty. The the rest of the fucking tournament I don't fucking remember one bit.
0: I remember Chivas won their first two group stage matches, and then they they lost to Atlante or some shit. Yeah,
4: it was funny because the that tournament had a had a funky tiebreaky system that uh, uh, like a baseball so if chivas would have lost like nine zero, they would have passed they would have qualified it was fucking weird
0: yeah it was a weird rule that eliminated them and i was like fuck this tournament like who gives a fuck about <laughs> this shit but uh yeah i mean we'll see how it goes with the elimination bracket right now in the round robin leaves a lot to be desired we'll see
4: it's just the the games are just some of those games are just unbearable. It's like yeah, like what the you're like, and, and you look and then you look you 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 think about the word uh what Mikel Ariola Ar, Ar, said, and the guy just comes out as as a as a, as a buffoon. I mean, oh, we're gonna Nos van a ver i I'm pretty sure nobody even in fucking Mazatlán watch that fucking Mazatlán yeah. Juárez. I will say
0: the only place, the only thing I'll give I'll give credit to. Is the fact that you can watch every single game on one platform? I think that's kind of nice to be able to log into your Apple account and you have all the highlights. You have a a, a day every day. There's a recap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nice. I, I do appreciate that. And they, and and each team has like their little like um you know a little short five minute clip about the team and like what their head where their heads at like that's cool like apple does a really good job of of creating content and and making it in one place that's easily accessible so you know unfortunately what's actually being the the product itself out there has been has been bad
4: and, and no and then, and then i mean what also sucks is these apple guys are are, are really are really putting in are are, are really trying to you know sell the product. Oh my God. Uh que, que no a a que, And that's in every fucking game I've seen.
0: It's like the the player will be picking his nose, he will be like, look at that passion, look at that drive. It's like, dude, this dude's literally <laughs> scratching <laughs> his Yeah, I mean, and
3: it's been a failure. I didn't know who said it hasn't, but even, like, from, like, on this side as well, like, you know, here in, like, St. Louis, like, a lot of the fans are, like, you know, actually, it would be kind of cool if, like, we lose so we can focus, like, on the MLS and the playoffs. Like, it's kind of cool, like, to play this tournament, but why are we doing it in the middle? Like, even MLS fans are <laughs> yeah. questioning it. Yeah. But the, tomorrow it's going to be, like, sold out. Why? Because at the same time, they're saying Club America coming here is like, one of the top 100 teams in the world. They're, like, one of the most, like, you know... Uh, teams in Mexico, most decorated teams in Mexico, so that's pretty cool. So it'll be real competition, but at the same reason, it goes back to my point. That stadium's is going to be packed because it's just for entertainment. There's no like if we if STL loses to America, it's not like holy shit, lost to America, we're eliminated from Leagues Cup. No, it's just <laughs> entertainment. Like they could care less about it. And then if you take the if you were to host this tournament in Mexico. Like, let's say you would have, like, switched flip cards. I guarantee you the reaction wouldn't have been the same. I guarantee you, like, you know, outside, like, maybe facing, like, Messi's team or stuff like that. I guarantee you, like, if Monterrey had to play Real Salt Lake and Monterrey, that stadium probably wouldn't be packed like that.
4: Well, it they, been... If
3: Chivas had to play Cincinnati and Alacron, you'd probably get, what, ten fifteen thousand 15,000 people, if at all.
4: Well, it would have been like La Libertadores, unless it was a, a like a top Argentine team or a top Brazilian teams. Most of the, most of the games were, uh, were empty. I don't know uh, if you guys remember one time uh, Tevezteca they they went to uh, they took uh, one of their one of their models to uh, to a game in La Azteca, which uh, Libertadores was empty, and they just had her parading around, or hardly with any clothes, just to just to you know to push the just to push the fact that nobody was in the stadium
2: nice hey but Habibi you just said that it wouldn't be like it, MLS isn't exactly filling up the stadiums with these games huh? <laughs> no, no it's they're gonna, not
3: filling up the stadiums you know, not right,
2: like game or, or like you know Mazatlan
3: <laughs> but like you know when they do play like one of the top teams like tomorrow for example that St. Louis stadium is going to be packed it's, it's going to be sold out but why because you're bringing in a team like America same thing like with the teams like you bring in a Chivas or like whatever. How's their normal attendance
0: like just regular MLS season? Sold out every weekend. Also. Oh damn. Well, I mean, they're a new club, right? Well, yeah. Cincinnati, there's nothing to do
3: there
4: in the summer except go <laughs> to Reds games.
3: I'm just saying, it makes more sense to host it here. Besides the money point, I feel like you're more likely to get more fans that just want entertainment, something to do, as opposed to where Mexico seem like. That's not real competition. I'm not gonna go watch that. That's you know that's a joke. It, to them, it's not entertainment. To them, it's like they want competition, and they don't see competition versus MLS. If anything, it's, MLS is below. It's indeed. hard to
0: it's hard to pack a stadium midweek in Mexico unless it's like Ligia, But for the most part, when you, when they have a double jornada, those those matches aren't sold out in the in the middle. No,
4: they're practically empty. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So. We'll see what happens tomorrow with the big boys, Chivas and America, having their League's Cup debut. Um, I'll leave you guys with your closing thoughts before we, we wrap up this episode. Whoever wants to go first doesn't have to be about today's discussion, it could be anything that's on your chest. Is,
1: is my microphone still bad?
0: Uh, it sounds better now.
1: Uh, all right. This is like the initial tournament. It's meant. You know, it, it serves its purpose, and it's to to hype it up. And I know it's one-sided, but that's that's sort of you're, I think how they're going to achieve it. Now I know it's not fair, but that's part of it. Um, again, if if you just had Liga MX, squash, MLS, and you know, all of it would be lost. So you do need these MLS things to win some of the games. And as you guys said, you could tell the um, it's set up to to have at least Messi in the final, and so I do think that eventually it will. I mean, it has the potential to to be more exciting. Uh, so I, I wouldn't call it like a complete failure or total failure. I I think we'll we'll see in the final though. We'll see in the final. Uh, and leading up to the final, if it continues to, to get attention or if people are just going to tune out and not really care.
0: I'm, I'm, I'm going to call it right now. They're definitely at the end of the tournament. They're definitely going to pad up those stats. Be like, thank you guys for all your support. We had over like a million, you know, people show up to attendance. Like I know they're going to like blow up the numbers and shit to make it sound like it was better than it actually was but uh yeah who else wants to go i
4: uh, i'll go i mean i think so far the tournament has just been uncompelling trash it's i i don't maybe you know once you get the excitement of the uh, you know knockout stage maybe it'll change but i think in the future they got to they really got to got to re- re- rethink the strategy of having a, what all the forty-eight teams, uh, forty-eight teams involved. It's uh, it's just it's too much. It's uh, uh, you know you 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 need to trim some fat. You know at least make it a you know uh, a sixty a sixteen team tournament and you know have some sort of qualifying process. But this is just uh, uh, and, and when you really look at it, what incentive the Chivas in America have? They already they're already qualified to the Conca Champions. That's true. I mean, that what, what what's in it for them? I uh, th- another trophy probably, trophy j- that
0: probably just uh, the, 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 the prize the prize money
4: maybe but you know yeah maybe 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 you know G-W's could use some of that money you know for but you know <laughs> yeah
3: i mean it's the prize money but you're also growing your brand you know all the attentions on Messi in miami you come up against them in the final and you beat them Now a lot of people know who you are you know they yeah, might not exactly. buy your products but at least like you're getting your name out there it might mean something you yeah. might make some Mexican fans, uh, Chivas, some America fan, all the sudden,
4: and you might sell a player or two. Yeah, you're right.
0: Yeah, but then uh, all the people that are watching Messi will tune out as soon as he gets subbed off. <laughs> so, yeah, I would like to see like the stats of like how how much viewership <laughs> dropped after he got subbed off the other day against Atlanta. I want to see those that data. I know it's out there. Uh, B.B. and Ricardo, I would like to see a wager between you. I mean, you, we're talking about uh, a, real, a real matchup tomorrow between America and St. Louis.
3: I'll send you a screenshot of my DraftKings account. I already put money on America. Ooh, so.
0: Betting against <laughs> that, his whole um, hey, team.
3: No, that's not. Hey, I'm a Chivas fan. I just go for the entertainment, you know. it's give me <laughs> something to do on Saturday nights. I see it as entertainment. But if the team loses, it, it doesn't bother me whatsoever. My real thoughts is on Chivas and then Madrid in second. Outside of that, I could care less, man. But no, I think I think uh, America wins. I mean, the talent that America has with uh, Kevin Alvarez, you know, the midfielders, the strikers, I just don't see any way St. Louis can compete. Or for that matter of fact, the majority of MLS teams. I think that's why Monterrey, Tigres, America are powerhouses. And also Chivas. Chivas is in really good form right now. I think Chivas is going to ping Cincinnati tomorrow. And Cincinnati is like number one in MLS. And I think Chivas is going to demonstrate that.
0: We'll see if the ring rust gets to Chivas because they've been on hiatus since their victory. And it's been more than a week. So I know when you're playing really well like Chivas have and have a great start to the season. Then having to put that on pause, you know, you lose rhythm, you lose form. So hopefully they, they stay hungry out there tomorrow. As far as America too big to fail, right? Like they seem like it's expected for them to win tomorrow, but I can see this blowing up in America's face because like Ricardo mentioned, they're not taking it very serious, but I'll let him speak for himself.
2: Well, gentlemen, it's been a pleasure talking with you guys. Anytime you guys big up America, it just makes me blush, man. I'm just, I'm over here having, enjoying it. No, but honestly, I'm serious, man. I don't care about this shit. That trophy is the ugliest trophy I've ever seen. It looks like the, the punch bowl from my prom, man. Except, <laughs> someone, except in this one, someone took a shit in it. That's that's what it looks like. Like I honestly don't care about this tournament, but I, I did want to talk about two. Other points with you guys regarding uh life in general, man. or in this case is sports, cause uh Jaime you mentioned that uh the De La Hoya documentary. Oh yeah. I, I only seen the first part. But I'm, i I know I guess I know what what expect for the second part, but I think Albert was commentating on Twitter about this about the when De La Hoya beat Olla. Chavez. Mm -hmm. it was very crazy and and it kind of you could kind of like compare this to mexican football also because the way his dad like pretty much diminished his own his son's accomplishment and his own even in the documentary his own dad called this called oscar he's like oh it's un pocho que que," like we made it hijos un pocho like pretty much degrading his son like in the documentary and like he, like when he beat Chavez that for uh, the second time, he pretty much told him, like, oh, if Chavez was in his prime, he he would have beat my son up. Oh, like yeah. Like, who says that? Like, that, that's some crazy shit a year, man. Like, yeah, maybe it'll be true. Like, but no one has a time machine to like compare, to like test that theory out. He wouldn't give and, his own
0: son his flowers, bro. It was yeah. pretty brutal to watch
2: yeah that's crazy to see. I was watching that with my brother, my brother's the uh, de la Oya fan. I was like, that that's some crazy shit to see because yeah. and like, in front of the whole world, just making your son look like shit like
0: he wasn't close to his dad.
2: no, he pretty, I don't think he was.
0: you got to watch the doc. it's it's good. Yeah. I, another thing too, it was, it was like a mixed, you know, f- mixed feeling for fans because you had the old guard, right? Everyone. Considers Julio Cesar Chavez like a legend in the Mexican, <clears throat> you know, and then now you have this Mexican American, and like, no, you got to root for like the OG. And when Oscar beat him, they still said, oh, he's not Mexican enough, you know? Yeah. And that Well,
1: he not only beat him, he had been going through a couple of like the Mexican greats. I know a lot of them were already. Pais? Yeah, Maromero Pais, couple of dudes that were. Kind of pester prime or
0: just a yodi boy.
1: Yeah, uh, and then
4: when Honestly, the, the only Mexican, uh sort of Mexican being beat was uh, was biased because he beat Ruelas. Ruelas was you know he was born in Mexico, but he was he was over here. But it's funny that that you say that. What's his relationship with his dad in, in the documentary? The dad says, "If if uh, if uh, my my son, a twenty four year old." would have faced Chavez at 24, Chavez would have beat him.
0: <laughs> yeah. So
4: like, like yeah. that could tell the type of relationship they had.
2: And the the way his, uh, he pretty much just admitted that his mother just would hit him, like his mother would hit him, would be, treat him worse than his own father. Like. Yeah.
4: Or just fuck him up. Yeah. yeah. He, uh, she fucked him up after he he got ran over. You know, yeah. every, I, you know I can relate to it. I can relate to it. You, you fuck up mm-hmm. and you're por pendejo yeah can you build a hospital like
1: in or, your, your
0: name honor. yeah yeah dude there's a i mean just watch it man it's a great it's a great doc <laughs> <laughs> i just saw <laughs> the
1: wait, wait. he was wearing the- yeah <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> talks, it talks about all that stuff dude
0: i don't want to yeah i don't want to spoil it for anyone but just watch it um <laughs> one final
2: point Jaime. I want. I last if i don't hear back from you guys <laughs> it was a pleasure talking to all of you i wait with all these, I with the aliens being exposed, <laughs> I just hope that I just hope it's the Mac and me or ET aliens and not the, or the Attack from Mars aliens or, or alien alien man.
1: I'll I take just, the navigator. I don't you guys seen that.
2: No, I've not seen that one. Because when they were talking about this, uh, um, my uncle told me an old story because he he uh, he grew up in TJ. Like he grew he grew up away from my from, from my main family, and he told me a crazy. He was drunk, obviously. Fucking todo, todo borracho, crazy, not making any sense when he told me. But he told me when he was drunk. You guys ever seen that movie? Uh, what's it called? With Chich Marin, when he's in TJ. Uh, born in East Yeah, born in East That that bar. <laughs> you know that was a real. Rudy
1: bar, right? Los Rancheros.
2: Yeah. <laughs> He said he was coming from that area and he was drunk as fuck and he just laid like he like he was going away from the city and he ended up like in like in like desert, not desert, I mean like like uh, emptiness. And he was drunk as fuck and he put his head up and he said he swore he saw an alien and he had a zapper. He
4: ended up in the Valle de Guadalupe.
2: He, he was probably like on crack or drinking because he did some crazy shit, but I don't know, man. Now it all kind of makes sense. I believe him now.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. As far as uh, closing thoughts for me, man, again, not really happy that they disrupted Liga MX action for this, at least so far. You know, hopefully tomorrow we'll we'll see America's debut and Chivas' debut and, and put things back in its course. But as of right now, it's just, it's been really bu- tough to watch and especially trying to create a rivalry out of, out of something that's not even prestigious yet but you know this is a start um and as far as uh unfortunately lopez is not here tonight but i wanted to call him out on his bullshit he said chucky Lozano lfc was a was a was a done deal and it ended up not being true thank god because we don't we want chucky to stay out in europe or come to chivas but not don't go to l.a And uh, I think that's all I got for you guys. I'll be covering the League's Cup final or final League's Cup uh, match between San Jose and Tigres over here at PayPal Stadium. Uh, and I'll be uploading photos. So stay tuned for that. want to thank you all for hopping on tonight. And with that, be safe. You know, if you get abducted by aliens and we don't hear from you, um, it's been a pleasure, boys. Take care.